My mother's people were all coal miners. My father's people were all steel workers. They all worked in the mills. I don't believe in miracles. I believe in Pittsburgh. We play for city and country. The city is Pittsburgh. And this is Steelers country. All right, this is Steelers country. I'm your host, Tony. Week three in the books, the Pittsburgh Steelers are defeated by the Chicago Bears 23-17 to in overtime. I know there's a lot of... Talk about this week as far as the National Anthem and the protest and all that. I thought Mike Tomlin, Alejandro Villanueva, Ben Roethlisberger, Cam Hayward did a much better job than I could articulating you know, what happened on Sunday. And, and I don't, I'm not going to get into my thoughts on it or, or anything like that. If you want some hot takes on that, there are plenty to go around uh, in Steeler Nation uh, on this podcast. You know, I, I, I'm going to you know, stick to football, as they say. And let's, so let's talk about this loss. Uh, I, I said on the podcast last week that I thought this was going to be a dogfight, that the Steelers never make this easy, but that, especially last season, they had done a good job uh, of coming out of these games with wins. They didn't do that on Sunday. Uh, they, they, this was a team that found a way to lose and found a way to lose over and over and over again and really continued to shoot itself in the foot. There were signs in this game very early on this wasn't going to be the, the you know a, a clean Steeler win, right? The the drop by Martavis, or you know whether it was whether it was Martavis should have caught it or, or Ben should have you know put it on the numbers a little better. Either way, it was a it was a blown play. Um, and, and then you go right to to the 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 botched punt or the the muffed punt by Eli Rogers. The Steelers then immediately give up a touchdown. They give up another touchdown. They they have the blocked field goal and that whole debacle with. You know, the batting of the illegal batting of the ball, having to put it back at the one yard line and that whole thing, that whole sequence, which, again, could have led to another seven points. And really, the Steelers got lucky in that instance to not have given up uh, another touchdown there and go into halftime 21 to 7. You know, and again, not only only going into halftime 21 to 7 or or 17 to 7 as it ended up, but not going into halftime 14 to 10 as it should have been if that field goal is good and, you know, Boswell is, is automatic from those ranges. Um, again, just just a comedy of errors. In the second half, I thought it was better, right? We got ourselves back into the game. We ended up tying the game. I thought we were much better against the run. And then over time, again, it's just like the Steelers forgot how to play football or forgot how to play run defense. Uh, there's, there's just so much to talk about in this game. And so, you look, I know that there's there's a lot of people who are who are so disappointed with the defense. And, and there's, you know, there's people who are just fed up with the offense and and that kind of thing. And, and you know, I consider myself in both camps in a lot of ways. But, you know, I, I, I want to talk about Let's talk about the the defense and the special teams first of all. This was the strength of the team the last two weeks. Make no mistake about it. This team won the last two games because of how well they played on defense and how well they played on special teams. And I and I said this last week. I was thrilled with where this team was right now because I felt like defensively we're playing as good a football as you could imagine this team playing going into the season. And everything that we thought was going to be good about this defense was, and the things we thought weren't going to be good about this defense hadn't really manifested themselves yet, right? The, the kind of poor secondary play that we thought we were going to see hadn't really manifested itself yet. Uh, and then I thought offensively we would figure it out. And special teams, again, you know, it's not something that you, you often, you know, project going into a season. Oh, I think we're going to have a really good special teams this year. But certainly guys like Tyler Matikiewicz, 
who had who again blocked the punt week one and uh, you know snuffed out the fake punt in week two. Right, special teams was something that was was getting better as the year or as as the season went. Uh, or, or certainly a, a shining part of the team. Those two parts of the team fell apart against Chicago. I get why the I get offensively what happened in Chicago because it was largely an extension of what happened in weeks one and weeks in week two, but. I don't understand what happened defensively against Chicago when it comes to special teams, a block, having a blocked field goal, having a muffed punt. And then I don't understand what happened defensively with just not defending the run, not being dominant on the defensive line. And it really came down to in this game. It wasn't even so much the defensive line. I thought, there were, I thought Javon Hargrave had a great game. Um, it was just not making tackles at the point of attack or not filling holes. It, there were problems in this game that... that Again, it wasn't all defensive line. It was it was outside linebackers not sealing the edge. It was corners uh, and not not filling gaps. It was safeties playing too far off the line of scrimmage and allowing easy six, seven, eight, ten yard runs in this game. Everything the Bears did running the football, especially in the first half and then in overtime, was so easy for them. Right? It was easy missed tackles. It was guys in open space running in open space, running free down the sideline so often in this game, and, and it's something that we did not see in Weeks 1 and 2. And it wasn't as though we, we faced in Weeks 1 and 2 bad running teams, right? The, the Cleveland Browns certainly are not a, a, a great offensive team, but, but the Isaiah Crowell and Duke Johnson have shown over the past couple weeks when they're not facing the Steelers that they can be so, somewhat of a formidable running game. And Dalvin Cook, you know, again, he's one of the best young backs in the league right now. I think he's top five rushing yards in the league. And again, what he did against us was amounted to one significant run in that game, right? And then you look at this, and so you project to this game, and again, you're facing Mike Glennon. We're not, you know, we're not having to be tested here. We're not facing this balanced offense that's going to keep us guessing about, oh, you're going to go deep, or, you know, should I be worried about play action? That kind of thing, right? We can stack the box. We know you're going to run, want to run, run with Howard. We know you're going to want to run with your new guy, Cohen, right? We can stack the box. We can play run defense, and, and again, just build on what we've been doing. And, and somehow, some way, and again, the Steelers do this on the road in games that, in games where they are favored by a lot of points and they should win, they do this. They just fall apart. It Certainly, there is blame to go around here from Mike Tomlin, Keith Butler, Todd Haley, all the way through the players, everyone, you know, pretty much anyone involved in the game planning or execution in this game is to blame. This is an inexcusable loss. And it's, it's not just, it's inexcusable... Not just because it, we were facing such a bad team, not just because we were such overwhelming favorites, but because of how we lost the game. We lost the game at our own strengths. That cannot happen. And again, you project out now with this team and you say, oh, well, are we just going to be a bad run defense from this point forward? I don't know. I, again, I don't know. It, it, it reminds me a lot of what happened last year against Philadelphia. That game against Philly, we got crushed, dominated, absolutely dominated. Looked good in week one last year, right? We looked very good in week one. Week two, it was kind of a, a, a an uglier game because it was in the rain. Ben didn't play very well, and, you know, we won that game late uh, or had to seal that game late. But then week three, we came out. Again, we're on the road against a team who's rookie quarterback, and, they, who, you know, Eagles aren't really anything yet, and just get slapped in the face. Now, certainly the Bears didn't exactly go out there and slap us in the face because they didn't have as much talent as Philadelphia did last year. But when you get 200 yards of, of rushing offense against you, that's pretty much getting slapped in the face. 
Now, we kept ourselves in this game, and, and there was a way we could have come out of this game with a, with a victory. And, and if offensively we could have put together one drive late, uh, if if defensively we could have come up with a couple of, with with another turnover, and certainly Mike Glennon and and the Bears offense gave us chances to convert another turnover late in that game, we probably would have come out with a win, and this would be a much much different podcast. But we didn't. We didn't seal, right? And again, the killer instinct of that defense. Of uh, again, what 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 frustrates me to no end about this team is yes, they come out and they look so bad against the run, and it's awful, and we're it, we're just giving up yards after yards after yards, and time is coming off the clock. And then the second half, holy crap, we're playing so much better. And Mike Lennon is just checking everything down, and offensively they have nothing going. And we pitch a shutout in the second half. And you get two turnovers in the second half. And defensively it's like, okay, here we go, right? Offense, all you have to do is put up any points and we win. We get into overtime, and the this defense's lack of a killer instinct comes back to bite us in the ass again because Bears get ball first, and you're like, okay, that's fine because they haven't done shit in the second half. You know, they, they go three and out or whatever. They get a little, they get one first down. They punt to us. All we then need is a field goal. We win this game. Boom, game over. We're fine. Maybe we get a turnover or something. Anything, right? And in, instead, you know, the defense that we saw in the second half goes away, and the worst defensive performance in this game happens in the drive when you need it the most. That's the stuff that's frustrating to me. That's the stuff that, that is going to keep this team from that, – that's the stuff that has kept this team from winning uh, significant games, and it will continue to, to keep this team from winning significant games. And I'm not saying that this game is going to keep us out of the playoffs or this is going to be the reason we don't win the division or if we don't win home field, right? Again, there's going to be much bigger games that are going to decide those things later on. And lucky for us, you know, there are only two undefeated teams in football right now, and one, and one of them is the Kansas City Chiefs who we happen to play in in two weeks. But this team has to fix its ability to go on the road and play well. It, it starts with Ben Roethlisberger because the Ben on the road thing continues and offensively in this game. Look, I keep saying this offense is going to get going. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to, you know, we had the talent is there. The talent is there. The talent is there. But this was a major step backwards. This was a major step backwards. Because this, again, was the offense needing to score. Second half, we need you. We need you to get us back in this game. Defense got you two, two turnovers. You're facing a bad Bears team. We, we got the kind of the foot is on the throat. Put them away. Win this football game. And all they could do was manage the 10 points they got in the second half off of turnovers. That's it. Both the field goal and the touchdown that we scored in the second half were off of turnovers. This offense could not amount a single drive on their own in the second half with all that talent we have. I think offensively, it starts with, I said it last week, it starts with the offensive line. They have to play better. Now, we had some injuries in this game. I get that. But we're, you know, if we're going to use injuries as our excuse, and we have, and Steeler fans have for so long now, oh, if we only had Martavis, oh, if we only had Le'Veon, oh, if we only had, if we only had, right? Again, I'm not going to use, I'm not going to use the fact that Gilbert was out and that Ramon Foster went out in this game to say, well, that's why the offensive line played bad. It's not. The offensive line played bad because they've not been playing well this year. We're not opening holes for Le'Veon, so Le'Veon can't get can't get himself going. And then, of course, we're so far behind the you know we're so far behind in score in this game that we get away from the run. We're relying more on Ben Roethlisberger, and and you know it sucks to say this, but Ben Roethlisberger is having the worst start to a season that he's had in as long as I can remember. This is the problem with Ben this year. Isn't just a Ben on the road problem. It's a Ben Roethlisberger problem. Period. It's ball placement. It's it's 
trying to do too much on every play. He just looks unbent out there. And whether it's that he's 35 years old now and that he's considering retirement or that he just wants – he doesn't have a rhythm yet with some of the guys in this offense, whatever the, whatever it is, we got to work it out, right? And if it's, if it's just that he's too old and, and the game has kind of passed him by, again, I don't necessarily buy into that because – you know, I don't think I don't think you look at the performance that he put up in January, and then you go, well, in January he had a great game against New England, and nine months later he forgot how to play football. I don't think that's how it works. Right? I think there's a progression. Maybe he maybe he is regressing, and I think you know he, he's at the point in his career where we can expect that kind of a regression. But again, I don't think he's I don't think this is I don't think the Ben Roethlisberger we've seen the last three weeks is the Ben Roethlisberger we're going to see for the rest of the season. And he's done a very and I'll give him credit because he's done a very good job this week articulating a lot of the problems that I think people have with his play these past couple weeks. And, and and that is that he's just forcing the ball downfield too often and not taking what the defense is giving him. And, he, you know, again, he's he's checking – I mean, he's, he's so locked into getting the ball to A.B. And that's fine because A.B. is the best receiver in football. But, again, we need drives. We, you know, we need sustained drives. We need points. And especially at times in this game, there, were time, there was a time in this game late in the fourth quarter where the Steelers had the ball. They were very near midfield. And it felt, and it was late in the game, like two minutes, three minutes to go in the game. And it felt like, yeah, I mean, you get a first down here, and we go. But the Steelers on third down this year have been terrible. Terrible. I, I think the stat is something like on third and seven plus, we've converted like one or two third downs the entire year. That's on Ben Roethlisberger. That's not on Le'Veon Bell. That's not on anybody. It's not on anybody but Ben Roethlisberger. And yeah, maybe he hasn't worked out his... You know, the stuff with Martavis yet and, and Juju and, and Eli and fine, fine. But we're in we're now week four. We're facing the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. The the season is at a crossroads right now. Very early on. We can be a two and two football team and we can fight our way and claw our way to a division title as we will be now essentially a game and a half back in the division, as we have to you know, we have to claw our way back from being two and two and having lost to Baltimore already. And, and we're not going to be fighting for home field. And we're not going to be fighting for the bye week, potentially, right? Or we come out, we look good against Baltimore, we win this football game, and then we go and we, and we forget about this, this game, the, this Chicago Bears debacle, much like we did against, against the Philadelphia Eagles. And I know it's easy to look back at last season and go, well, Tony, I mean, come on. We, we, after we got our ass kicked by Philly, we went and we beat the shit out of the Chiefs. Yes, we did. And that was a home game. And that was in front of our home crowd. And the Steelers, for whatever reason, play so much better at home than they do on the road. We don't have that luxury this year. We're not going back to Heinz Field to face the Baltimore Ravens. We're going to Baltimore, a place where we haven't won since Charlie Batch started. Ben Roethlisberger hasn't won in Baltimore. I can't remember the last time he won in Baltimore. And every time we go there, it's just some other debacle. Last year, he, you know, he again, he shouldn't have played that game because he was hurt. Two years ago... The Ryan Mallet beat us. It's just been one thing after the other against against Baltimore, and so we've done this whole thing where we've we've split with them every single year. We can't afford to split with them this year. We have to. We're, we're two and one. We could be two and two. We could be looking at the Ravens being three and one. And again, they're pissed off because they just got their ass kicked by Jacksonville. So you know we have this whole revenge factor. Oh, we're going to come in and kick Baltimore's ass because we got to get our season back on. Well, they're feeling the exact same way, and and it is going to be a fun game in that respect on Sunday. But at the same time, like 
you know, this this team that we all felt like this was the year, right? The last year of Ben Roethlisberger. We have we have all this talent now. We have massive talent. We've got Joe Hayden. We've got Vance McDonald. We've got JJ Wilcox. Right? We've we've augmented so many parts of the team. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that the dream is dead in Week Four because it's certainly not. It's certainly not dead in Week Four. But it's going to look very bleak a week from now if this team loses to the Baltimore Ravens. And and here's here's the exciting now here's some exciting stuff about about this Baltimore game right is that you can expect that this team will play better against Baltimore right if if the if the reason if you can chalk up the reason why they go to these road games against bad teams and they play so poorly is because they look past it right is because they assume victory. Well, that won't be the case in Baltimore, right? Then that is then that is just naturally going to be fixed by this game, right? Because you're not going to overlook the Baltimore Ravens. You're not going to overlook a team that you haven't beat in their house in you know three, four, five years, whatever it's been. That's not going to happen. But by the same token, if we don't get on the same page offensively, if we don't look like, and I'm not saying we have to go back to to be in the 50 point you know team, or or we have to go back to you know we have we have to try to score 30. But this offense does need to represent what it is. And that is extremely talented in all phases. Offensive line, the offensive line has to go back to being the dominant offensive line it was. Le'Veon Bell has to be back, go back to being a significant percentage of the yardage in this offense. And the ball has to kind of flow through him like it used to, right? And then we have to get guys like Martavis involved when we can and get AB involved when we can. As I've said, there's no need, there's no reason for this offense to press. There's no reason for this offense to force the ball to certain guys or try to manufacture yards, right? There are so many playmakers on this offense that if we just get – and, you, you know, again, you saw this with the Ju- – Juju had a play in this game where it was a very nice little underneath route, boom, get Juju going, and then right down the sideline for whatever it was, 20 yards, right? AB had that play. There's This offense has so much talent. And I don't need it to go back to scoring 30, but I need it to be an offense that when it's three minutes to go against the Chicago Bears, right, and you got your you got your foot on the throat, seal the deal. seal Because the, there's too much talent in this offense to have to punt in that situation, and now we're going overtime. And, and yeah, I mean, again, it, it's, it's unacceptable for an offense like this to not be able to finish that game. Just by the same token that it's unacceptable for this defense to have played so well in weeks one and two defending the run, and then so well in, in this game in the second half defending the run and then to come out in overtime and just completely you know completely forget how to play football it's unacceptable this is going to be i mean this this is this Baltimore Ravens versus Pittsburgh Steelers this is as fun as you will remember i mean this is this is potentially playoff atmosphere in week 4 and i'm not trying to you know be hyperbolic here right but you have two teams that very certainly are uh, at the at the at a crossroads in their season right the both teams are coming off of catastrophic losses to bad teams, and both teams are are have aspirations uh, to win this division. And you certainly look at the rest of the division, and you know it's not going to be Cincinnati, it's not going to be uh, Cleveland. It's certainly going to be tougher than Kansas City last year, but but it certainly provides the same opportunity that Kansas City did that the Kansas City game did last year, which is you're facing a good team, you're facing. Um, a, a team that you know everyone feels like, uh oh, they might just do the same thing that you know last year was, uh oh, Philly's or Kansas City's going to do the same thing Philly did, and this year, you know, everyone kind of feels like, well, shit, is uh, are the Ravens just going to run all over uh, uh, the, the Steelers? And, and certainly, our offense shouldn't be able to do anything against a Baltimore defense that had played so well in Week One and Two, 
right? Something re- weird happened in week three with these teams. Something weird happened. Are we to believe now that our defense is all of a sudden bad? Are we to believe now that Baltimore's defense is all of a sudden bad? Because both defenses looked so good in, in weeks one and two. Something's got to give. And, for you know, it's redemption Sunday for both teams. My worry in this game is that it's, you know, much like it played out last year in Kansas City or against Kansas City, that it will be redemption Sunday for the Baltimore Ravens and that we will be on the short end of that stick. That is my worry. So if I'm predicting this game, I, I, look, this will probably be the worst Steeler loss I ever predict, but I think this is going to get ugly. I think the Steelers lose 31-10 to 10 or something like that. Uh, I, I think this is a blowout. I, I don't. I don't. I have lost my. I have lost any faith in this team's ability to play as well on the road, and specifically in Baltimore. And I think that Baltimore, you know, again, is one of those teams that plays so well at home. We play so poorly. They have. They have this revenge factor, not revenge factor, but they certainly have this redemption factor, just like we do. But we don't have the luxury of playing this game at home. I hope I'm wrong. I absolutely hope I'm wrong. I hope that. The, everything goes, you know, if we can just go back to what we did in week two, if we can just go back to what we did in week one, there's a real chance of us winning this football game. It won't be pretty, and no Steeler game this year has been pretty. It won't be pretty until the offense figures its shit out. But I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. All right, that's going to do it for Steeler Country this week. Thank you all for listening. If you want to leave feedback, SteelerCountry at gmail.com is the email address. The website is SteelerCountryPodcast.com. You can find me on Twitter at SteelerCountry. I'll talk to you next week.